five of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I'm Jello Janelle. Any particular reason, Jello Janelle, or just I haven't really known if I've used Janello. Alright. And we're getting up there. So, um Well, in case those people at home might not know. Janello is the uh, name that has affectionately been given to your most popular of holiday dishes, your special Janelle Jello dessert. It is really good. It's more of a cream-based side. Oh, it doesn't not sound appealing when you say <laughs> it that Jell-O. way. It's the base of it is Jello. You have like it doesn't have as much Jello in it as it has Cool Whip. And sour cream and strawberries. Yes, but when you say it's a cream-based side, I'm thinking of a dish of like a cream gravy or something. Well, that's not what cream is. You're telling me you don't put cream in gravy? I don't know. I've never made my own gravy. Really? No. Does my dad make the gravy? I don't. I've made gravy. Good for you. <laughs> Well, this has been <laughs> fascinating opening uh, right off the bat there. Huh? Mm-hmm. So let's uh, start it with a little spicy fights segment. <laughs> Tonight's is more of a category of fights. Something that happened uh, earlier brought up we the subject categorical fights right several so, times we didn't really fight about it this time but um it kind of brought it up reminded yes it reminded me that to the days of phil before he had his sleep study and they said you have sleep apnea dude you need to sleep with a machine yes with a darth vader mask but let's go before those days um, I am a night owl. I don't like to get up in the morning. And before I had a sleep mask, it was much, much worse. And the worst thing you can do is wake me up. <laughs> now, we've talked before, I believe, about a little bit about... Your alarms. My alarms and our arguments about how you're supposed to wake me up and stuff. But, but I don't know if we've ever talked as much about the state of mind that I'm in when I wake up. Yeah, but it's like when you got your mask, that aspect went away. Well, here's, here's what happens. This is why. Because now that I have, before I had my breathing mask, what it does, sleep apnea, you know, you stop breathing and then you, your body kind of catches up and, and you wake up like off and on throughout the night, like these little like spurts. I remember waking up 10, 15 times in a night and then you just roll over and go back to sleep, right? And each time, it's scary thinking, like, those are times when I stopped breathing, you know? So, now that I have the breathing mask, I sleep, you know, straight through the night usually. Or mostly, you know? And, but what would happen before is I would have dreams. And every time I'd wake up while I had a dream going, I would, like, vividly, like, be aware of the dream. So, I'd be waking up 10 or 15 times a night and have tons of dreams. Like, I would just remember everything. And now that I have my breathing mask, I barely dream at all. Well, I probably you am probably dreaming. Dream, you just don't remember. I'm just it. yeah, I don't remember it at all. I That's mean, how I am. I don't remember my dreams either because I sleep well. And it's only every once in a while now that I'll actually remember something that I dream. Um, 
which, I mean, it's kind of sad, because, I mean, I used to, like, enjoy my dreams, I guess, but then, again, now I get, like, well-rested. You're not well die and, in your sleep, yeah, so... I can just imagine stuff off. when I'm conscious, I guess. Um, but what the worst part of it is, when I am woken up and all these little bits and pieces... I, a lot of times I'm woken up, let's call it in the middle of REM sleep, right? R-E-M. Uh-huh. Um, I kind of feel grumpy at those times. Yeah. So, for example, I um, was putting, the, well, you had already said goodnight to the kids. Yeah, I read them their goodnight story, helped get their teeth them. brush, and all that stuff. And I went in a little bit later and said goodnight to them and got them set up for tomorrow morning and you fell asleep on the couch for what like half an hour 20 minutes yeah i i went in did some dishes like put the lunches together let you get in a little cat nap before we recorded and i come over and i stroke your head like i seriously just stroked your head and said hey baby you want to record and you're like I feel so angry right now. Did you do something to make me angry? <laughs> but I told you I know I'm not supposed to be, but I feel... You're just like... It feels never angry. You're like such a happy-go-lucky no, but guy, when, but you were so ticked off. That's how I feel when I'm woken up. And I will tell you right now, like, it's it's fading still, but I still have this lingering. I'm having to tell myself, like, there's nothing to be mad about. Like, you're not mad about anything. But my brain just, it tells me, like, they woke you up, John woke you up, you have to be mad, or something's going on, and, like, there's nothing, like, absolutely nothing. Here's another example that happened this past week. You um, sometimes fall asleep in bed before you put your mask on for the night. Yeah, like, I'll lay down with a book or... before I do, I have no chance of falling asleep because you are a horrible snorer, and it never stops. It's like listening to somebody gag for balls the entire night. Gag for balls? Yeah, it's like a... It's like a... (laughs) Like... I don't understand the phrase gag for balls. Like a cat. Cats throw up fur balls. They, like, gag them up. Oh, fur balls. Yeah. They said gag for balls. <laughs> no, I definitely I'm didn't sure say you said gag, gag for balls. You said gag for balls. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'll have to listen to that back. <laughs> so, um, it's, it's quite, it's quite horrible. And partially, because I know you're not going to get good rest. Partially, I know I'm not going to get good rest. So, I'll go, hey, baby, put on your mask. And you'll go, like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And then, like, continue to gag fur balls. <laughs> and then, and then, like, 15 minutes later, hey, babe, put your mask on so, so you can sleep. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Continue. To do what you do, and then it's usually the third time. I'm like, okay, babe, like, get your mask on your face. And you're like, why are you mad at me? Why are you yelling at me? And it's just like, like, I, you're like practically in tears because I said, hey, babe, put your mask on. Yes, but when I'm asleep, I have no, like, 
And I have videotaped you. I know. When I'm awake, I'm aware. It's ridiculous. But when I'm asleep or when I'm just waking up, I I have no, like, we have made the rule that any conversation you have with me right after I wake up is stricken from the record. Like, it's not fair because I have no control over it. Just like the conversations that you have with me during certain points well, in the cycle. Well, that's what I say. Like, about ten days before my time of the month, I get so mad. Like, I am mad at the world. I feel bad for the people I work with. I feel bad for <laughs> you and the kids. So those times I are stricken from the record. The students. That's fair. They're always probably like, you know... Mrs. Vicky is such a nice teacher. It's of like one day a month. Yeah. And I felt it the other day. I was like, I was like really straight up irritated with some people in my life. So picture the way that you feel that sort of irrational anger when, when we've sat and talked afterwards and you realize like, no, there's nothing for you to be mad at. You just are having those feelings because of that hormonal situation. That's what it's like for me every time you try to wake me up. (laughs) Or try to get me to put my mask on or whatever. Like you always say to me, just be aware of that. I am. You're a normal, rational person. I am after the fact. I am. just be aware during it. Uh Uh-huh. Because that's what you need to do. Uh Uh-huh. So. That's, that's, That's not exactly how I would phrase that, but... You get the idea. <laughs> All right. Well, there's our our fight segment, our fight seggy. So I'm not mad at you, even though my brain is raging at me saying there's got to be something. It's just lingering in the back. And it's not even, like, directed at you, it's just that you're near me. Like, I just have that, like, bubbling. And let's, let's, let's not get started when... You have a dream about us fighting. Oh no, those are the worst ones. Into the those are the worst ones. Real world, and he's like, I just can't believe we had that fight. And I'm like, What are you talking about? (laughs) You're like, We just got in like one of the most horrible fights in our life. I'm like, No, we didn't. You dreamt that. (laughs) It's Ah. hard. It's like Inception every day. (laughs) And here's the funny part: like before I dozed off tonight, like. You came home, we watched America's Funniest Home videos, I read the kids a goodnight story, you brought Wingstop home, and we had chicken extra wings. Extra crisp. Extra, extra crispy, and I saw Oh no, ki- well done. It's oh, yeah. called well, well done. done. And I said, you know, I got the kids off to bed, and then you took over and did your stuff, and, and I dozed off, and I was like, okay, we're gonna record, and I love recording, so I was all excited, and I dozed off on the couch right near the recording stuff. And then, like, 20 minutes later, you wake me up, and you might as well have just, like, like, if I had never slept, it would have been better, because I wouldn't have that, like, that weird subliminal rage. Well, stop falling asleep early evening, then. Well, it's because of what I did last night. Which we'll get to. Which we'll get to. So, let's move on to our next seggy, the news. And now the news. Yeah, so I would like to point out that we are on iTunes, and um, if you have iTunes and listen to us through iTunes, or maybe you don't listen to us through iTunes, but another podcasting format, go ahead and give us a rating and or a review. 
Um, when we get reviews, it helps our podcast climb the charts and other people can find us. I think we're still trying to get on that chart right now. We are on that chart. We're over on the chart. We have a few reviews on iTunes. But really, that's the best way you can help us out right now. Do that. Go on whatever your you know platform, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, iTunes, whatever you're listening to us on. Give us a little thumbs up or a like or whatever the thing is and give us yeah, a little review. It really or maybe helps even just rate it. And uh, we like that. Help more people find our unusual hilarity. Um, we also um, have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. And here's something cool. Um, they, I don't know if this is a new thing that Facebook implemented or else maybe Brendan just discovered it. But Brendan of Radio Brendan Man um, did this thing and I saw it on Facebook and so then I did it on ours. Um, but you can actually link together a Facebook page in a group now, which kind of seems like a duh. Yeah. So either they really just like just now figured that out or else I didn't know about it and then Brendan just did it and so then I just now saw it. Regardless, now if you go to our Facebook page, Mandarian Orange Show, there's a little tab on the left that says Groups. And it takes you straight to our group as well. So it's all in the same place now. It's all connected. That's cool. I so didn't even know that. It's easy to find now. So Good job, social media director. Yeah. Well, again, I have to give credit to Brendo because I just basically saw that he did that with his Brendo Man page. And then um, I copied it. So <laughs> Copycat. But um, anyway, so it's easy to find. And you should like our page and go to our group and join that. And um, you can also... Send us an email, mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com, or use the contact form on our website, mandarinorangeshow.com. We actually have several emails to read tonight, so we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter, and you should like uh, those things, at mandarinorange on Twitter. Yeah, another thing that you can do, which will also help spread our... Um reach is if you tweet at us like say you want to ask us a question tweet it to us because we will read those in our listener mail section as well has anyone tweeted at us before no so we're gonna make that a thing all right tweet talk <laughs> well, i'll make a new segment if you start tweeting at us i'll make a tweet talk segment. oh and then you know what that means phil's gonna make a new Seggy segment thing. <laughs> yes, I will. Right. I'm already imagining my tweet talk song. So <laughs> now, you guys got to tweet You got to plan ahead and put it I around know, your gotta, lazy boy. I got to litter some stuff over there <laughs> around the ground. There's plenty to work with there. It's cool. You've talked about that, right? Yeah, what, numerous times. Whatever yes. you can reach from the chair. When I sit down and do it. Yeah. Yes. So, um, enough about that type of news. We, uh, we had some. Some good news, uh, good good time this week. We had a fun weekend last weekend. We did our, I guess it's our second ever room escape marathon. Yeah, we decided to make it a multi-day experience, whereas last time it was just one experience. Yeah. This could go in my vacation pants, too, because... Well, that's true, but it I was... I did get some sweet my vacation pants deals. But it was for my mom's birthday, you know, that we, like, everyone got together to celebrate... Mom is turning six. Well, she turned 60. Yeah. So we decided, actually, Mom 
had a, the great idea that we should do six escape rooms, one for each decade. Yes. So and so anyway, we all got together and um, the ki- our kids did five out of the six of them. One of them it was too scary for them to do, but um, and we stayed at a hotel out in that like, was Orange very County. We did a whole haunted mansion thing on our Instagram story. Oh, is that on there? Can they see that? I could post it. I saved it. Yeah, post it because it's really funny. Because <laughs> I didn't even notice it, but Matthew pointed it out like after we were there for a while. And the decor in the hotel lot. I mean, like, it was a great hotel. Loved the room, yeah, yeah. great breakfast, fun pool, all that Airy stuff. Airy Sweets, your Belinda. But the, the decor in the hallways is very reminiscent of the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, like the, the old oil paintings. Like, really, really a lot. And to top it off, because it was, you know, warm... Um, they had an air conditioner going at the end of the hallway, and there's like a curtain over it. And it was, and it, was like it was like a it. sheer, yeah, and it looked curtain. just like that scene at the beginning of Haunted Mansion when you're going in, and there's like the the night, and then there's the curtains yeah. blowing behind it. And then I did like a little thing where I made a cup float in the hallway, and it was so funny. So yeah, look, post that. You should do that. I will do that. Um. So, we went out there Friday night, and the first room escape we did was at Exodus Escapes in Anaheim Hills, and we'd actually been there before. Um, We went with Josh um, of the Pillage Cast. Yes. And... Did Rachel go too, or... No, Rachel... My brother Matt... Didn't go. Rachel oh, watched came. the kids. That's right, and Christy came. But it's not just the pillage cast. What's his other? Oh yeah, his current show. We should mention is extra damage. <laughs> some pillage yeah, cast. That's not gonna like help his current show out very much. <laughs> yes. Um, extra damage. Yes, extra, podcast. Extra damage podcast. He went and Matthew went. This is a new location Christy. though, but it's the same. Company. Yeah, same company, and that's the one where we made the leaderboard. We did, yeah. Um, because we got out so fast. So we were like, yeah, we're going to make the leaderboard again. But this is their most popular room. Um, and we are very stubborn and don't ask for clues. So we so. made it out really fast, but the number one slot was like... You had to do it in like 15 minutes. No, I think it was like 25 minutes, okay. but still ridiculous. And they asked for clues. So had we been able to beat it with no clues... Maybe, you know, we yeah. wanted to get up there. Because they have, like, a little star that shows if you did clues. Yeah, we're, we'd rather have the no, the, wait, the star, which yeah. means, yeah. You did, and yeah. none of them had stars. So, um, but it was a, it was a fun room. What was your Yeah, this is the it? Sherlock one. I mean, obviously we don't want to reveal, like, big surprises or anything. Because in case someone decides to go do it. Um, but this is a really solid one. Um, there's fun stuff for the kids to do. We, I just know we were like all stoked walk, walking out of it. It was our first like, one of the this weekend. Is a we're like, good yeah, start. It's gonna be great. So the thing about Exodus is like at least at this Anaheim location, like everybody's really like the game masters are really sharp looking. Well, the, like, the it's very professional yeah. de- decoration in the lobby and stuff. They're very like like slick, but in a positive way. Yeah, not like very sneaky. friendly. Yeah, and yeah, everything. Um, and I got a teacher discount on that one. Yeah, which was cool. I, I actually had reached out, um, to Exodus before we went for the weekend, um, and just 
offered them my blogging services and um he said the best discount they could do at that location was the teacher discount and i'm like i'll take it and you're a teacher and i'm a teacher and so well dad's a retired teacher yeah so and And, i'm a retired substitute teacher well and you were supposed to bring like a teacher id but i didn't have it with me but i was wearing my mission t-shirt so paid with your school <laughs> your school uh, so uh, he believed that i was a bank teacher. account thing yes is that called yes with my teacher credit union yes um so that one was good then we went out to in and out afterwards because it's in the same parking lot so that's pretty great and then we went back to the hotel and we went swimming and then we went to bed to get ready for the next day um, on Saturday, we did three room escapes. Um, so we did one called Escape Room Era, and that's in Anaheim. And it was actually my favorite room of the weekend. Probably my favorite, too. And if you had to pick, and it was a Ben Franklin, Benjamin Franklin inspired room. Yeah, it was like set, like, you know, of the period. Like, the British are coming kind of thing. And you have to, like... I don't want to spoil anything, but it's... Oh, it was so good. I have to say, right from the get-go, the Game Master... Amazing. Well, he was really funny. (laughs) And just... It was... We've done so many room escapes that it's... It was Difficult to genuinely surprise us. Not that that we know everything, but, but we've seen a lot of categories of things so if there's going to be a secret room that you walk into or this is going to turn on that like for the most part you can kind of see where it's going and it doesn't mean it's not great and it doesn't mean there's not little surprises along the way but this one was genuinely surprising in a lot of ways and i really 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 liked it so good job guys it's their first room and i hope they do many more because i will be back there and i got a little discount for the kids so I called him and he offered a discount for the kids but they're a new room you need to make some money and it was worth it (laughs) yeah so then we went to the other location for Exodus um in Roland Heights Roland Heights and they have because they have multiple locations and we did two rooms back to back there um and the first one we did was an apocalypse theme and there was like a, I can't remember, it was like a nuclear meltdown or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you had to, you know, escape before the building collapsed. I can't remember exactly how the story went. But anyway, well, something along the those lines. poisonous gases infiltrated. Something like that, yeah. Anyways, it was a solid room. Yeah, it was really good. It had some, a uh, couple of puzzles we'd never seen before. A couple of types of puzzles we'd never seen before. Um, and not like... Relying on, you know, the same the same old things. Like, well, they were all very different. It's one of the things I really like about most of the Exodus ones, and, I mean, the Ben Franklin one did this, too, is that they have a good variety of puzzles. There's physical things to put together. There's riddles. There's, you know, logic puzzles. Sometimes there's a cipher or some kind of code to decipher. Um, 
you know, there's there's a variety. What I I feel like sometimes some rooms kind of get caught up and they have all one kind of thing, you know, all a bunch of riddles or they're all ciphers or they're all math problems or whatever. You know, it's that that mix is really nice. Yeah, and it was a fun room. Again, had things for the kids to do. And that one we got on the leaderboard. Uh, not just on the leaderboard, straight up first place on the leaderboard. Because right. we were, again, the first people to do it without clues at all. So And, he, and the Game Master said he knew that we... He just knew when we walked in that we were just Well, not. it was it was funny. The way he said it was he recognized someone of a similar stature. And he's another, you know, kind of biggish dude with a beard. And I was wearing some nerdy t-shirt. I think it was a Goonies t-shirt or yeah. Wii shirt or something like that. And I think he just recognized, you know, a, a fellow... You know, nerd guy or right. whatever, and right. Yeah, uh, so it's fun. We we hit it off with him, and he was a nice guy. And he said we're first place. That's right. No, nobody has made it out of that room without asking for clues. And we did it. And we did. Um. So then we did another one back to back there, and this was um. They have. T- I think they only have two at that location. Is yeah. that right? There's only two, and this one was an older one, and. He actually, he was telling us that it was like his first day and they're working on revamping this one. Um, and it was the, what was it? The safe, bank heist. A bank heist one. And it definitely, I mean, we had some fun in there, but this one definitely had some room for improvement. Yeah, and some of the I things, like how you put that. Yeah, we talked to them afterwards and he kind of talked about some of the things that he planned on improving. And It sounds good. They sound, should definitely improve it. Yeah, it, it, it's got a lot of potential. and uh, We made it out. We did. But not without asking for clues, and the clues are it's kind of like, yeah, we know that. Give us more. <laughs> like it, this one just needs a lot of refining. If you're gonna yeah. go to the Roland Heights one, do the Apocalypse one for now, and find out when they're gonna redo it and mm-hmm. hit that one up after they redo it, because that'll be it'll be good then. And that was um, cool. They gave me. Um, they gave me a blogger discount on those two rooms, so we can't complain. It was a good discount. So then, that was, oh, that was it for that day, right? Mm-hmm. So then after that, we went back to the room, and um, it was kind of late, and Uncle Matthew stayed with the kids, and we went out and had a little mommy-daddy time date, mm-hmm. used our movie pass card to go see a movie. But we'll talk about talk about we'll that talk later. about the movie in the movie section. Later. Thank you, Uncle Matthew. So finally, on Sunday, we hit two more roomscapes on our way out, um, our way home. Like we checked out the hotel and on our way back. The first one is the other one. Blew our minds. Yeah, it was it was the other one that probably jostles for first place for this weekend. Um, this is the Red Lantern. Uh, Red Lantern Escapes, is that what it's yeah. called? And they had the, is it just called the Bayou, I think was the name of it? Yeah. And again, you know, we don't want to spoil anything, but this, of all the room escapes we've ever done, this one was by far the most elaborate, like, It was set, like Disneyland style. Where it was like walking into an attraction at Disneyland. Like, no joke. It was, it was mind-blowing. Just walking in that room was like, whoa. And I haven't, I mean... You know, there's been some other wow moments we've had at other rooms, but this one, 
it just just it was worth it just to walk into that room. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just incredible. So, I I really like. I've never we've done roomscapes with actors in there. Yeah, and this one does have an actor in there or the game masters in there, but I really loved the way they did it. It was it was not intrusive. Like it didn't. Like, the, the game master didn't even have to be, like, this, you know, Oscar-worthy actor. It, it was just, it really flowed well. It was by far the best of that kind. Because usually I'm not a huge fan of having an actor or, you know, master in the room with you. But it was by far the best of those that we've ever done. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. So definitely check them out. We're, they're not in Anaheim. They're now. in Brea. They're in Brea. And, um... It was awesome because I got a very big travel blogger. Well, it's funny because also they're in the same parking lot as a church. Yeah. It's one of those corporate centers, you know. They're usually in corporate centers. And we went like on Sunday morning. And so um, there's like a church service going on. And like the band band was playing and they sounded like incredible. Like it was all like, I don't know. I was half tempted to just walk over and poke my head in because it didn't sound like like a worship band it sounded like i don't know they sounded like they were kind of doing like some indie like 90s math rock kind of thing like (laughs) it was crazy and maybe it just that's what it sounded like out in the parking lot and it would have been different in front of the speakers and i wanted to hear because it sounded nuts like it reminded me of like roadside monument or something like that so which probably means very little to anyone listening but trust me that's like a big compliment well, we didn't have time for that because we had a room escape to do. That's right. And it was fantastic. Now, you know this is a good room when this is the only room we didn't make it out of. That's right. We were on the last thing. We like and you know, he did a little thing, showed us what we had left. We, if we had had another like 60 seconds, we would yeah. have made it out. But we were stubborn and never asked for clues yeah. on that. We didn't ask for a clue for a single thing. And um, the game master told us that everybody asked for clues. Like, right. So <laughs> and that's just how we are. We like to get out of the rooms. And that's probably the reason it doesn't quite necessarily get to my top. Yeah. Because I like to make it out, but I like to like do it. And there was just one little tweak that I would make. Yeah, that you would make. But so we can't say what it is. can't spoil anything, whatever. It was great, though. But like, we might share with them our, our thoughts on the yeah, little Yeah, because I think it would be, do. like, really good. Like, it would be simple fix. But anyway, it was it was fantastic. That one was definitely worth it. Highly, highly recommended. And then we did one more on the way home, um, which was in... Where was that? That was in Pomona. Pomona, that's right. Um, and this one was very unique, very different. Yeah. Um, I've never been to one like this either. Another no. like unique type so of thing. So unique, but we weren't super huge fans of the theme. Well, what's first of all, what was the place called? It was called Kronos. Kronos, that's right. And it was uh Which apparently means time. Well, yeah, it refers to time. Um but it was a like a zombie type theme or whatever. No, it wasn't zombie. It was horror. Oh, well whatever. It was like a a May it was like well, they tell you that at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's a spoiler. It's a maze like right. you would do at Halloween Haunt, except it was an escape room. Yeah, where, and so each room... And it's funny because I remember 
Brendan had talked about before we ever did a room escape, they did one at Halloween at Knott's Berry Farm like mm-hmm. that where to, to move to each room, you know, it sounded like it was more like this. Although, I don't know if it was structured like this because this one was very much maze-like. Like, not just in the sense of walking room to room, but you, but you could had get to... get lost in Right, it. there were multiple routes and to go. And they told you before you get in, don't leave people behind or you'll get locked. Yeah, someone you'll could get, get separated, separated or you'll locked get locked out. in. So it was really like I I could do without the theme because it was kind of gross, but whatever, it's fine, you know. Whereas like the Bayou one, just walking in the room, the theme was enough. Like I would have just I would have paid yeah. just to go in there and look around. This is not I don't that doesn't appeal to me in the same way. But my gosh, it was awesome, like puzzle wise. Yeah, going through it, so um, very very cool. Definitely another recommended. I mean, we we had a pretty good run, I would say, this weekend. Yeah, for reals. And we did make it out of that yes, one. Yes, we did. And this was also, like, the first one where you didn't know how long it was taking you. Yeah, like there's no clock. And I'm sure we could have, like, asked. I guess so, but I kind of like that. I mean, on one hand, like, you don't have the sense, because we got out with, like, five minutes of spare. I would have like, freaked oh, out, though, and asked for clues. Right, so, I don't know, I kind of like that. Um, this is also the only one of the whole weekend where we had someone else in a room with us. Yeah, it was a nice... And they're really nice. Married couple on their anniversary date and to was, the horror maze. And it was their first time ever doing a roomscape, so they're all nervous. We're I, very domineering, but I think, like, I think, I think new escape room people like it. Well, because we always make sure to, like, give them stuff to do. Yeah, but, dad, dad and Matt are really good about, like, handing over the key. Like, hey, you do it. Yeah. Hey, you put in the code. I don't know if we're good at that. But I'm like, not. As a whole, I'm like, you know. give it to me. Shoot it to me right now. Oh, you don't know how to do that kind of lock? Move out of the way. You're kind of bossy and Let me in. Well, whenever they ask, like, who's going to be the leader, everybody points at me. Because they know, even if you don't select me at the leader, I'm just going to yell anyway. at you and boss you all around. <laughs> like, that's my... Whole life. That's my life's work. Yeah. Is bossing people. You've made a career out of it, and you're good at it. <laughs> people do what you say. Even, I mean, they're children, but still, they do what you say. <laughs> they do. Yeah, they do. Most of the time. Well, that was our, uh, that was our big room escape weekend. It was a lot of fun. It was great. So, there'll be a post about that after I finish all my posts I need to do about Europe. And all my posts I need to do about our New England trip. Man, we got all kinds. Of, you haven't done all those even? No, I got I, I got to Rhode Island before we left on our trip. Oh, man, you got a lot of backlogging. I know, I need you to ghostwrite me, too. Well, if you guys have never done Room Escape, you should definitely do one. I don't know, like, how exciting it is hearing other people describe them. Like, I hope it's fun, and... I'm pretty sure they have podcasts about... I'm sure they do. So, but you got to do one. You got to, you got to try one. And if you are doing them, like, tell us about. Write us in mandarinorchardgmail.com because we want to hear about the ones you're doing. Like, no spoilers, obviously, but you know. Because we have been known to go to room escapes. We've gone in other states. Recommendations. We go to other states. Yeah. We travel all over. We would have done that one in Italy had uh, it there been an available room. Oh yeah. I don't care if it was an Italian or not. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so hit us up if you guys are doing that. And uh, with that, speaking of hitting us up, we got a bunch of listener mail. You got mail. All right. So this is from one of our listeners, Aaron. 
And um, he says... Well, first of all, real quick, he used the contact form. The contact form. Which that he was helped his, to set up. his <laughs> idea. Anyways, he said, um, hey guys, just listen to this week's episode. I loved hearing Phil's sleuthing efforts. Maybe there can be a new segment, CSI Popcorn Saga. See... I would do more, but the problem is, like, I've already moved on to, like, other stuff now. He's already... I got it out of my system. He's already ready to uncover, blow the top of the next scandal. I need another scandal, yeah. I think I've done what I can do. I have one. What? So, there's this thing for school loans. Maybe you can do some investigative journalism here. Okay. But for teachers... Once you make 120 payments right. of, like, an income-sensitive repayment plan, um, the government will forgive the rest of your school loans. Okay. So, it's basically 10 years of payments at, at a reduced rate. Right. Know, based on right. your income. Well, all these companies are contacting teachers saying, we can do it for you. But you have to pay the company a fee. And they're basically just contacting your lender, putting you on an income-sensitive repayment plan, but you don't have to fill out any paperwork. Like, as a teacher, I just do my income-sensitive repayment plan, and then after I've made 120 payments, I go, okay, I'm ready for it to be forgiven, and they'll forgive it. But there's all these, like, outside companies that are trying to... So they're, like, just scamming you. Yeah. I I don't think... well, I guess we need to call them out specifically, but... I just got a text tonight from a friend from my last job site who's like, oh, what company did you go with? And then I got another text this summer from somebody from an old job site. Like, oh, so I'm going to go with this company. I'm like, no, they're scammers. Don't pay them. It's something all you have to do is contact your lender and go on an income-sensitive repayment like, plan. You just have to do it. It's not something that you should be paying no, someone but, else to do. but these places, you'll see, like, Facebook ads for it. Like That's the, scandalous. The, the federal government, you know, will forgive your school loans if you're a teacher. Sign up through us. But that is so sketchy. I know. Well, don't fall for that. Yeah. Man. I mean, you kind of just did your own investigative journalism right there. CSI, school loan scammers. <laughs> All right, well, back to Aaron's letter here. Okay, so he says, I'm glad you guys are using MoviePass. Yeah. Woo! I got one, too, but I've not used it yet. Oh, Aaron, man. You gotta like, get your money's worth. You get your money's worth. They, like, don't let that thing go to waste. I was worried it would be difficult to use. There is one thing about it that does not work for me. A lot of our theaters are starting to use assigned seats. I usually go to the movies with a small group and we buy the tickets ahead of time so we can get good seats. With the movie pass, you have to buy them at the theater, so I was thinking this would be a pain. I came up with a strategy that would work in this scenario. If you have the group buy tickets and leave one empty seat in the middle of the group, or if it's just two people, buy the seat one person in from the aisle, then when I get to the theater, I can buy the empty seat in the middle with my movie pass. 
This would obviously not work for Janelle, since people seem to always awkwardly <laughs> sit next to her, but I think it would work for most of the time for everyone else. That's true. Like, that that doesn't oh, stop man. people. I, I can't even get over that. Every time. Yeah. I'll try it out at the movies next time I go and let you guys know. And, um, Aaron, I'm definitely a huge fan of the when you are booking with multiple groups, like, just doing the single seat. Because we've done that before. Like, yeah. Like, say we're going to meet my parents, and so we'll buy the seats. On either side of one of them. Right, so that we, you know, because no one, I mean, unless it's totally sold out, most people aren't going to go for that single seat in the middle there. Right. So that hasn't a, happened yet anyway. That's a good idea for it. Um, but a lot of our movies that we've used the movie pass for already... They don't ha- have a science. No, they almost all of them have. Well, huh? the one I did with you wasn't, but all the rest of them I've done have been. Uh, only the one I did with you had a science. Oh. Well, okay, so the reason is... I mean, not the reason, reason I mention it is that you can... I mean, it depends on your schedule and how close you are to a theater, but you can go to the theater earlier in the day and get them get also. Yeah. Um, so, you know, just something to think about. Because you can only use it once a day, so you might as well buy the tickets. But if you're not early. near a theater and that doesn't work, that is yeah. the problem. We happen to live very... Or work and live pretty close yeah, to ours. So. Um, he says... Um, I also loved the live show from Palm Springs. It was a really different energy to have an audience. Aaron. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad. That's good. I'm glad I'm that glad carries over. I'm glad it came over. across because yeah. it was pretty amazing. It was really fun in the room. Like, and it is different. I mean, obviously, right now we're not like entertaining someone in our house. We could be. Our kids could be listening. They probably They're are. They're our live audience. They usually do. But every time we record. But it's different. It's a lot of fun to like. When you get that immediate feedback, that laugh track, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, you kind of understand why they did those sitcom laugh tracks for so long. Right. They feed on that energy, and it is different, you know? I do have something to say about laugh track comedies. Okay. Um, Audrey and Luke started getting into the, like, teenager shows if there's nothing else on. Well, yeah. Even they're not in hotels a lot lately. They're not into them, but all those, like, dumb Disney and Nickelodeon, like, like teen my one. dog talks yeah. into my computer. They're not into them. It's just that if that's the only thing on and they want to watch TV in a hotel room, we'll let them watch that. Right. A dog with a blog. That was one of yeah, them. Yeah, they're... Oh, insipid is, like, but the nicest word I can Phil think of. and I were, like, doing other work and stuff. And they were watching TV, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's the same exact laugh track. Like, it's the same tone, it's the same, like, they just have a pre-recorded sound, and they put it in every couple They're just seconds. cutting, the audio guy is just cutting and pasting a laugh track it's in there. horrible. And, like, I don't know if it's on all the shows, but this, I can't remember which one it was that they were watching. It was, there's no question, it was the exact same laugh over and over and over again. Yeah. Like, I don't think they really do those in front of a live audience. They definitely do not. Have you ever heard of someone going to a taping of one of those? No. They don't do it in front of a live audience. I don't know. Like, that's another thing we need to uncover, I think. Cause yeah. Because it those are bad. CSI, dog with a blog. Those are real bad. All of those, like... And the reason I can't think of what they are is they all look exactly yeah, the like same. it's like Jackie, Joan, and John. Yeah. Forever Friends. And they're all, like, the exact... The cast is, like, 
they're just copied and pasted yeah. from one to another so that and you then cannot they did tell the that difference. one episode of the like because it's nickelodeon disney that do them but then it was like the nickelodeon camping stars camping trip and then all the characters from all the different shows like broke their bubble but they were talking about themselves as if they were nickelodeon stars but they were their own characters yeah which is, I mean, that's clever and weird, but it still was the same is terrible joke. Is it meta, joke. or is it horrible? It's I don't horrible. know. It's, it's horrible. It's pretty. But there was one joke, though, like, from all of that. Do you remember what it was? No, but you lulled. I did, I, and I actually, like, repeated it a couple times. It was the... Do you remember it? No, I don't remember what it was. It was the tofu one. Oh, that's right! I don't remember which one of the shows it was on. This is the joke you would write. This is this is, if I was like you know I got hired to do one of these shows. This is the joke I would write. And the kids are coming home for dinner and they ask the mom like, "Oh, what are we having?" And she said, "We're having fofu." And they're like, "Oh, is it like tofu?" And she's like, "Yeah, but it's made out of meat. Fofu." It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't laugh then. I know, but I thought that was really funny. And I smiled at you now. So. All right, so next letter. I don't know how we got to that from Aaron, but... Oh, live shows, that's right. All right, well, our next letter says, Hello from Rachel. That was the subject line. Yes. It says, Hello, Mandarian Orange Show. Long-time listener, first-time emailer. Yes! I wanted to say a special thank you for accompanying me on my flights to and from Maui a couple of weeks ago. I got all excited when I first saw this. I'm like, wait, are they inviting us to Maui? <laughs> but no, just like accompanying her in an audio form, you know, so that's good. We'll get we'll get a big vacation out of Josh and Rachel one of these days. They're going to pay for us to go to Maui? What? No, I'm not saying pay. Oh. Just like, like go, go with on them. a big trip. You said we're going to get one out of them. I thought you meant like you're going to somehow trick them into paying us to go no. on vacation. Well, okay, so let me read what she says. For some strange reason, I have developed flight anxiety, which at times has been pretty intense, even though I understand the physics of flying, and I think it's pretty amazing. I, I gotta be honest, though, there are plenty of times, like, because all, like, the kids want to talk about how flight works, and we'll talk about the, you know, the way the wing is shaped and blah, 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 but there's times when I've sat and thought about it on a plane and gone, like, man, if I, like, think about this too much, am I gonna, like, realize that none of that makes any sense and the plane is just gonna hurtle to the ground because I broke the logic of it? Yeah, I I just don't think about that. Yeah. But it, I get it, though. It, it, it passes I get for why me people quickly. drink those little mini bottles. <laughs> it doesn't bother me that much, but there are times when I have those thoughts. As a way of focus and comfort, I listened to your podcast and felt at ease. Well, she's not going to feel at ease if she's flying listening to this one since you... Uh... <laughs> I said that. Well, this is why I thought you meant that we were going to get a show, like they were going to take us on vacation, like... That she realized we're so soothing on an airplane that she's going to bring us along. To I just, like that And we'll angle. just do a show on either side of her. We'll sit on either side of her on the plane. She'll love that. Uh-huh. She won't get annoyed with that at no, all. No, that'd be totally good. Um, anyway, she says, thank you for being with me when my anxiety was nuts and helping me through it. Hearing your voices and wacky antics really made a huge difference. Thank you, Phil and Janelle. Love you lots, Rachel. Aww. Thanks, Rach. Our wacky antics. Rachel is um, one of our children's godparents, um, and we love that she listens to the show, because honestly, I wasn't sure if she was still listening, but it's... Now you know. It's great to know she still is. All right, you want to read the last one? Sure. 
This is actually a two-parter, so you're going to read the first part. So, this is really cool. This is a listener named Julie, and she says, Hello, Phil and Janelle. I'm a fairly new listener and found you through Radio Brendo Man. Really enjoying your podcasts. I started listening right about the time of your European trip. That was fun to hear your tells of that. I'm just listening to your latest podcast and sent you a movie quotes game idea. So that was our separate email that I'll cover later. Yes. And Phil told me, don't look at the email because we actually have a movie quote. She appropriately titled the email movie quote game. So so. that's great. Yeah. Um, As I'm continuing on listening, Phil talks about movie pass and then he might see Dunkirk. And I got excited about that. Yes, you should go see it. Like Janelle, I wasn't interested in really seeing it because I'm not into war movies, but here is why I did. I do have to admit that I am not a huge fan of war movies, but a listener is saying I should go see it. Let's hear her logic. I might have to movie pass it up. Okay, so she says, my husband and I had our 22nd wedding anniversary on August 1st. Congratulations, guys. That's, like, longer than we've been married. It is, like, longer than we've been married. (laughs) I can do some maths. We're coming up on 15 next year. I know. That's cool. So let me calculate. Seven years. You guys have been married seven years when we got married. Yeah. I'm going to edit that so it'll sound like you came up with it right away. That's fine. (laughs) Or you could really hear how long it takes me to do math. Where did I leave off? Oh, for a simple celebration, we planned eating out and then a movie. It's hard to drag my husband to the movie theater. I know hard to understand. I know, like, my work BFF doesn't like going to the movies. I guess it's not for everybody. I just love it so much. I do, too. Like, I'll make references to, like, really popular movies and she has no idea what I'm talking about. I've actually made her go watch some. Like what'd you make her see? Clueless. She'd never seen Clueless? She'd never seen Clueless. What? Even I saw Clueless. I know. And then she In the theater. And then she's like, Yeah, I watched the part you told me to. Like she couldn't even like make it through the whole movie. Uh, <laughs> Alright. But I love her, so um So, I think the last movie he saw in the theater was a Harry Potter movie. Yeah, that was, like, a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah. What is that, like, ten years? I don't know. I never even saw a Harry Potter movie. The first one came out, like, 2000, 2001. And they made, like, eight of them. So, it's at least, I don't know, what, 2010? They're talking maybe, like, seven years or something like that. I mean, Harry Potter is, like, a middle-aged man now. The crazy part is, I read all the books for the first time last year, and I've still not... I saw that first one in the theater, but I've never seen the rest of them. So. Well, I don't think I'll read the books, but I'll watch the movies with you. All right. Well, anyway, so back to Julie's letter here. So, Julie says, um, I had heard Dunkirk was good, and since my husband likes war movies, I knew this would be a way to get him to go. Excellent, well-done movie, so good. I think you, if, if you are like me and not into war movies, you will still get so into it and love it. Please go. I can't recommend 
highly enough. Keep up the entertaining podcast, Julie. Well, since we got this email, I don't know, a few days ago, mm-hmm. um, and I saw Julie's recommendation, I was like, well, I got to check it out. If a listener says, we got to like take their advice. So I used the movie pass and went last night after I got the kids to bed and you went to bed and I went out to like a 10-20 showing of it. After a little cat nap after where I, you got angry. After a grumpy you did, cat nap. You got angry last night. I'm like, babe, you said you were going to go to the movies. And you're like, stop. Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> I don't understand why you're mad that I dozed off. I wasn't. I know, I wasn't but it felt mad like at you it and felt I like just, you were like screaming at me. I was just me. like so excited that you were going to use a movie pass and then... Yeah, well, I did, but that's also partly why I was probably dozing off tonight because the movie started at 10.20, so I didn't get... Like, by the time it was over and I got home and got to bed, I got to bed at like 1. And then, you know... That ain't nothing for you. Just, yeah, but then I had to get up at 6. Well, Julie... He did it because of your recommendation. I did. And I'll talk about it in our next segment. But before we get to that, thank you all for writing in. Um, again, if you guys would like to write into us, Show at gmail.com. Give us your thoughts, questions, ideas, movie recommendations, and uh, all that stuff. So thank you guys for writing in. That was awesome. And now, it's movie time. <laughs> We did two movies with our movie pass this week. Well, one of them we saw together. And one of them I went and saw by myself. So let's talk about the one we saw together first. It was called Home Again. And it wasn't a sequel to Sweet Home Alabama, like we thought. Although it did have Reese Witherspoon. (laughs) However, if it had been, would you have even recognized it? Like, do you know the plot of Sweet Home Alabama well enough to know? No. It could have been, for all I know. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) I'm sure I saw that, but... So, you know, a rom-com hasn't come out in a while. But, um, I was particularly excited to see it. Yeah, it looked fun. But there was a lot of montage, a lot of musical montage over people's conversations. I would say a good, like, two-thirds of the movie, <laughs> like, you're like, okay, here's where we're going to get to know this character. Here's where the like plot's going to move they're going to get forward. a little depth. And then they would just do a musical montage and show them all talking. And it was one of those where you can kind of hear them say yeah, words, like, but hubbub, you can't hubbub. really hear it. Yeah. And a lot of, like, <laughs> <laughs> And then she would, like, look longingly at something. Smell the... F- and then get back smell into the it. toot... Acting. You can say far enough. <laughs> That's all right. Um, and then, yeah, so it was just, there. it was a lot of ROM, I guess, and not so much calm, I would say. Not really. What? There wasn't a lot of ROM. Okay, well, there was more ROM than calm. It was just, it was like, I don't know, like, it had some, like, quippy parts. Yeah, but it was pretty blah overall. I'm glad we movie passed it. Uh, yeah. I'm telling you this. I and mean, we had fun going together, but if as a writer you get to a point where you're like, okay, now I need to like show a little bit about how this character is developing or how their relationship is, you know, happening, say those words that they say. Let the audience know what's happening because it means a lot more than just 
a montage. Mm-hmm. So I would call that movie not Home Again, but Montage Again. <laughs> but Reese Witherspoon looks really good for being 40. She does. And she's not all, like, plastic. She's actually natural and... It definitely, She's a delight. No, it was it was pleasant. It wasn't, like, horrible. And it wasn't any of the actors' faults. It just... There wasn't a lot of meat to it. Yeah. Like... Not enough happened. And there was a whole, like, subplot about them, like, getting into Hollywood and, like, as writers. Which is interesting. Which is always very interesting to me. But it was very, again, most of the meat of that was passed over on, you know, montages. So we don't know what they actually said. And we don't really know about what they wrote. Like, it never... There was never... Like, in a movie where they talk about this short film that they made, and they talk about how they're writers and filmmakers and blah, 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 they never, ever showed a clip of their fake movie they made. No. I kept waiting for us to get to see that fake movie. And it could have been funny, or it could have been dramatic, or whatever, but they never showed that. And I feel like that was a major oversight. Yeah. So. It's not horrible, but... But uh, it did have Reese. It did have Candace Bergen. Yeah. Um, it had that kid from the Star Wars fanboy movie. Mm-hmm. And Michael Sheen. It, and it Michael wasn't, Sheen. It wasn't he a, was good. It wasn't a bad cast, and it wasn't bad acting. It just was kind of fluffy. Yeah. And it had a SNL cast member, or he was like a... No, yeah, he was. He was, he was featured. Uh, John Rudnitsky, who I don't think he was... Yeah, I think he was just featured, and he was only on for like... A few episodes. He was actually the best part. He was. And like I said, it wasn't horrible. There were some moments, but it just felt like it wasn't complete. Like, they didn't finish making the movie, so they just put out what they had and then just put some music montages to fill in the gaps. Like, they needed to finish the movie. So, if you see Home Again, tell us um, if you felt like you could see the musical, the amount of musical montages... Because every time it happened, I'd be over like, oh, there's another montage, you know. Because <laughs> Phil and I have a quote joke on that when we see a montage. What? Don't we say, it's a montage. Yeah, I don't think we're the ones that like have it. Like anyone that saw that movie <laughs> sings that when there's a montage. It's on. a montage. But yes, there's a lot of montages. We're getting better every day. But this was just a, we're having a conversation about something you don't know what we say. And we're gonna throw our heads back and shake our head and laugh. Wouldn't it have been nice to be in on some of those jokes? Yeah. That would have been the calm part. Uh, All right. But it was fun to go out. Well, tell us about uh, Dunkirky. Yeah, so I went and saw Dunkirk last night. And um, first of all... I it's Christopher Nolan movie and I think I've liked all of Christopher Nolan's movies. I mean I would agree. I I mean I saw Memento when that came out because that was like you know as a college film student like everybody saw that right. Didn't the, he do Inception? He did Inception. That's and probably you just made a reference to it. I did. I did. That's true. <laughs> your life. My life is without like Inception. your breathing mask is like Inception. Some of some of his movies I like a lot, but have some flaws for me. But I still enjoy them. Inception is one of them. Like, there's some great concepts, and it, it's amazing to watch, and it's you know makes you think and stuff. But there's some parts of that movie and some of the like 
dream stuff that just kind of drives me bonkers. But, I'm aware of your dream thing. It's a thing I have, too. But then he gave us Prestige. The oh, Prestige. Yeah. He gave us The Dark Knight. I mean, the whole that Batman trilogy, but The yeah. Dark Knight being the pinnacle for me. Um, Interstellar was really good. I mean, all, all of his movies... Um, but he hasn't really done a war movie. No, this is definitely... It was kind of outside of his uh, wheelhouse, at least from what I can think of. Um, but it was... It was really, really good. Like, I think you would enjoy it. Um, it definitely, it definitely is a war movie, but it's, it's, a, it's as Christopher Nolan-y as you can possibly imagine for being a war movie. Like, um, I don't want to spoil anything, but is it PG thirteen. It's PG thirteen, and honestly, like, as far as the violence goes, like, they don't, they don't show it. I would almost venture to say they could have maybe even gotten away. With violence-wise, with a PG, there's the intensity, what happens, I mean, people die, and it shows the horrors of war, but not from a violent standpoint, just emotionally, you know what I mean? I appreciate a good emotional well, and, movie. And there's horror, like, thematically, it earns its PG-13 hands mm. down. And there's a little bit of language and stuff. You know, I mean, it's traumatizing, but they don't show the stuff. Like, right. you don't see blood and guts. Um, it's very, very tastefully done as far as that goes. Well, a lot of times, like, with the war movies, is I usually can't handle them because... Of violence. And that's what I'm saying. Like, this is absolutely not that. I, I can handle pretty much anything else, but I can't handle my most unfavorite movie genres. It reminds me, like, okay, not in filmmaking at all, but it reminds me as far as, like, how they handle the violence of, like, those old, like, John Wayne movies and stuff right. where, like, you know, they're da-da-da-da, and a guy goes, ah, and you might see, like, a guy laying on the ground, but there's no yeah. blood, there's no guts, you don't. You don't see anything. You know what happened. It's traumatizing because mm. those people are dead. But there's no there's no gore. It's not a right. gory movie at all. Um, it, it's intense. It's very intense and emotional and stuff. But I, I think you'd like it. It's um, it, it I, again. I don't want to spoil anything for you or for the listeners. But it goes into some very Christopher Nolan-y directions, um, and not everything is as it seems and all that kind of thing. But um, but it's, it was really good. It's probably, I mean, I liked it better than Interstellar, easily. Well, I liked Interstellar a lot, and you weren't sure if I'd like that. I liked Interstellar, too. Um, and I liked Interstellar better than I liked um, uh, Inception, obviously. Um, but I think, I'm, I don't know, I'm trying to remember. I might be skipping over a movie, but I think this is my favorite one he did since The Dark Knight. But I don't know. I might be forgetting some things out of sequence. I might have to retract that if I look at IMDb. All right. But well, it was really, really good. It was really well done. I might have to go see it this weekend on my movie pass. Now, it was funny because I went to the theater at 1020 at night. And our local theater like just got bought out by a different company. So we're in this transition time. Mm-hmm. And they're going to put in recliners. Yeah, like next year they're going to completely redo it. But for right now, they're in like this weird limbo where... The employees are still there from the old company. The signage is all the same, but then they have like these big posters up, like telling you about how it's the new company and blah blah blah. Um, they added in like that you can reserve seats, but it's the same old like old fashioned chairs and stuff. Right. Um, also, I went on a Tuesday, which is now a five dollar movie day, so I didn't quite get like as big of a value out of my movie pass. But you've but already that's cool. made your your movie pass 
yeah. money for the month. Like you, oh, oh yeah, you're, you're well past. I'm, that. I'm past it. But all of the ones I've gone to see have been discount ones, so I've only like, I've gotten like twenty dollars out of mine as opposed to like, I went to four movies and it co- would have cost me twenty bucks, you know. Right. But it's funny because so you know this is late at night on a weeknight. And I went in, and, like, the guy, you know, I bought the tickets from the lady out in front, and then the guy who was tearing tickets inside, he's like, hello, I'm assuming you're here to see It? And I was like, um, actually, no, I'm going to see Dunkirk. He's like, really? Oh, well, okay, that's an older one. I'm like, yeah, I just hadn't made it out to the movies to see it yet, so I'm going to see it. He's like, okay, well, right this way, right this way. Were you the only one in there? Well, I was for a while, and then, like, this one couple came in, and they, like, went, they sat way in the back. If I was in there, they if you were in there, they would have gone right by you. But they went way, way in the back, and uh, and they were very quiet. And there's a lot of like, uh, you know, like there'll be a big exciting action moment, and then there's like long, quiet, like intense moments. And uh-huh. and even though they were they were they were polite, but they were eating popcorn like crazy, so it's all quiet. You know, there's they just there's been a bombing on the beach, and then there's silence as everyone's waiting to see what's going to happen. Spoiler. And then, it's a war movie set in Dunkirk. <laughs> I mean, that's not a spoiler. So it's you know it's all quiet, and then you're from the back row. And again, they didn't talk. They were very polite. Did we tell everybody about the popcorn rain on our head? No. What movie was that? That was forty five meters down. Yeah, where like all of a sudden we hit popcorn like popcorn hit us in the back of our heads. I thought someone was, like, throwing I, it at yeah. us. But I turned around and looked, and there was these two, like, middle-aged ladies Large, sitting behind largely. us. Larger ladies. And they were just shoveling popcorn in their mouths. And I think they, they just cookie, cookie monstered monstering it. it. And it fell into our hair. Yeah. Because they lo- did not look like the types that would. I mean, and maybe... Maybe I'm stereotyping no, no, sweet older ladies, like, but they were just chomping down, and, and you're like, someone throw popcorn at me? And I'm like, I think they're just I'm messy. Ready to like, stand up and... Please don't. And yeah, they were just... And even after like as the, after the, the whole credits were over and we got up to go, they were just still there shoveling it in, like didn't get up yet. I'm like, yeah, I don't think that was on purpose. <laughs> I think it just didn't all make it to the mouth. So, that's funny. The different popcorn yeah one time in college we went to the dollar movies and we sat in front of these people that sounded like they were wrapping presents that's what i was saying now and yeah yeah because it was constant it was like, like they were like, unwrapping whatever their candy they I bought think they'd snuck in like some yeah, but, very loud but you snacks. open it and then you're done it sounded like they never stopped trying to open maybe they just were Trying to go to a birthday party. I, it, that's what it sounded like. It sounded like they're wrapping presents. So these people weren't doing that, but they were loud popcorn chewers. Loud, the loud popcornies. Yes. It didn't happen often because there's a lot of sound in it. Right. All right. Well, that's uh, the only movies we saw this week. I know. Believe we spent most of it doing room escapes. But uh, yeah. Well, we've got one last thing to do. Then it's time for the movie quote game. have one all right you have to look away because i i won't look we got an email uh a second email from julie who wrote to us and we read earlier um and she had a suggestion of one we should do 
So um, she said, gave me the movie and then told me the quotes. To okay. So you want to go first? No, you need to okay, tell I'll go me first. that so, so you can I stop. Can look. Or now she said it. I think you're going to need this clue, so I'm going to read the clue that she put in there um, because um, this is definitely not one that I don't think you're going to know easily. So she said, how about doing a chick-type film? Which I think is probably a fair criticism. So far I've done science fiction and action (laughs) movies. But the thing is, all the ones I've done are ones that I have to know the quotes off the top of my head without like Googling it, right? So to be fair, those are usually the kind that I know more. Right. Um, But because this was a uh, listener suggestion, I'm going to read the ones that she gave first. And then I'll, I got a couple others that I looked up um, okay. to give you, and we'll see if you get it. This is a movie you've seen. Okay. And, um, and here we go. And a chick flick, apparently. And, yes. Okay, here we go. First one. No, it's not me. Um, legally Blonde? <laughs> nope. See, she did a good job of, like, starting obscure and getting a little more. Nope, nothing there? Nope. I'm Mrs. Iglesias. Um, Miss Congeniality? No. <laughs> I told you you were going to need some help here. Help me, I'm poor. Nope. Alright, don't look, I'm going to give Should you... Should I do another <laughs> chick flick? Make another guess, you might as well. Um, Notting Hill. No. Alright, I think this one might give it. I'm going to read back and forth a little exchange that okay. happens. Whatever you say, Stove, it's Steve. Stove, what kind of a name is that? That's not a name. My name is Steve. Are you an appliance? No, I am a man, and my name is Steve. You're a flight attendant. That is absolutely accurate. Um. Uh. I don't, I don't know if you're going to get this one. Isn't that Gwyneth Paltrow flight attendant movie? No. No, 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 no. I don't know what that is. Guess what happened to me today? What? I got a free tattoo. I could not believe it. The guy said, do you want a tattoo? Open up the side of his van. No. And said, it's for free. So I said, sure. Impractical Jokers? I don't know. That's not a movie. (laughs) I don't know. I have no idea. No? No. See if there's any other. If there's one that will just give it away. Oh, here we go. All right. This is the... I'll just try one more. If you don't get this one, then... um, I don't think you'll get it. You read my diary? At first, I did not know it was your diary. I thought it was a very sad, handwritten book. That's funny. It is funny. It's a a comedy. No? Uh Uh-uh. All right. It's uh, Bridesmaids. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I love that movie. I know. But you probably haven't watched it in a long time. I don't. I don't think I've seen it since the theaters, and maybe some like TV cut that cuts out all the funny parts. <laughs> right. All right. Well, that was a good one, though. It was one you've seen. Yeah. And so uh, you good. stumped me there. Well, thank you, Julie, for that suggestion, and I will make an effort to um, be a little more inclusive of uh, genres and such. There you go. All right. You got one for me. Mm-hmm. Do it. You actually quoted this tonight. And I didn't know what I was quoting. Yeah. So, we'll start with that one. I said, so. And And you said, said buttons. buttons. So buttons. Yeah. 
I know, but I can't. I know that we say that, but I couldn't remember what movie that was from. All right. I thought it was just something you say all the time. Okay. This might give it away, but one lady says, "What's your regime?" And then the lady says back, "My regime, the regime from which the radicals are trying to get free. Are we selling face cream or staging a coup?" Uh, man, it's not Romeo and Michelle, is it? No. <sighs> Correct era. It's not Clueless? No. All right, do you have one more? Yeah. Give me one more, because I, I definitely know it, obviously, since I'm the one that quoted it. Her cheese balls make excellent Christmas gifts. Her cheese balls. Oh, man. Face cream. Must Love Dogs? I think you know the movie, but that's not the right That's title. not what it's called? Tell me, tell me a little bit Garofalo about it. It's the Janine Garofalo one? Yes. What is yes. that? That's not called, what is that called? The Truth? The Truth About Cats and Dogs. Yes. Must Love Dogs is the... What is that? That's like... A, well, that's the John Cusack one, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what I meant, though. That's what I meant. So, yes. Oh, that's a good movie. You can love your pets. Just don't so, love your pets. Oh, that's another... Pets. Well, that would have given it away. That would have given it away right away. Yeah. yeah. That's a great one, too. That's a good movie. There's another um, quote that I want to say, but it's not appropriate for a okay. PG audience. Yeah, let's keep it. Let's try to keep it PG. Yeah. And Janine Garofalo is a comic genius. Agreed. Yes. Ben Stiller show. I mean, come on. There you go. She was even on SNL. Yeah. For a stint. She was, um, she's amazing. Yeah. She was in Romeo and Michelle's too. Yes, she was. So that's why that. I said I was getting close right there. And Mystery Men. She's great. Yeah, she hasn't done anything in a while. Oh, she's out there. She's got like stand-up shows. I've actually watched her recent stand-up show. I have to check it out. Speaking of checking out, I think it's time for us to check on out of the show because it's, it's time. Yes, please. I gotta go doze off so you can wake me up and I can grump at you again. I gotta go catch up on season eight of The Bachelorette because the new Bachelor was announced and he's from five years ago. Uh, it's like a fresh new face. How did you slide that in there? It's like not even related to what we were talking about. Yeah, I can slide. I can slide the batch talk anywhere. I know it. Well, if you guys uh, would like to write us once again, mandarinorangeshow at gmail Please rate and review us on your podcasting platform you listen through. And um, I think that's going to do it. Yes, it is. If you guys want a cool room escape experience and you're in the Southern California area, you should go to mountainroomescapes.com and uh, use the code Mandarian and get a cool discount on their their uh, game there. It's really great up mm-hmm. in Big Bear. And, uh, yeah, anything else? Nope. Oh, I know one other thing. Um... I'm back with the first episode of season two of Alex B. Keaton is my friend. Um, My other show I do about um, family ties. You can find that at alexbkeatonismyfriend.com. And it's a cool crossover episode with our friends from the Talk 30 Rock To Me podcast. And uh, you should check that out. I'm sure I will be a guest a couple times this season. Yes, we'll definitely be having you on there. So... Um, that's another one of the live shows we did at Comic-Con Palm Springs. So if you liked that live experience that we did, maybe check that one out. There you go. 
All right, well, I think that's going to do it. So for the Mandarin Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to.